Smoking cigarettes with coffee gives me pleasure. Trying to go to like as many shows as I possibly can to support like other artists. Listening to a lot of music. I eat a lot of chocolate. But if I have some really big feeling that's terrible that I get stuck in that has all these permutations, I can listen to like like a Kanye West song and just like bounce out of it. And then I'm just like, okay, I feel great. <laughs> you know. I find a lot of pleasure watching other people be happy. Writing, particularly stand-up comedy jokes performing, putting my energy out there. I really like to cook and eat. In the winter, I really, really love to take a bath. Being on stage and singing and doing makeup and making people look and feel amazing is a big thing for me. I write, so allowing myself to continue writing is something that gives me some purpose. Reading a good book, just immersing myself in someone else's reality, it's not my own. These are just a few of the stories from people who are working to reconcile the need for pleasure and self-care in a time in which many aspects of our government and our rights feel uncertain. Before we begin, do note that this is an episode about self-care, and sexuality, adventurousness, and boundary pushing is an important aspect of the topic. That said, it may not be suitable for sensitive sensibilities and young listeners. My name is Ashley Lake, and this is the story of pleasure during the month of March 2017. I meditate often. It's probably one of the most important things I do. I do really love to masturbate. <laughs> I take really long showers. I like watching the universe uh, work. I love, I love the good synchronistic experience that what gives me pleasure most on stage is probably just being full frontal nude i really really love being naked on stage like getting gratification from like the audience members and like making people laugh for me that's pleasure i'm like i'm so fulfilled by that i like having sex <laughs> with myself with others i actually like kind of despise and loathe going to the gym but I they have a sauna there and I've gotten into the habit of using the sauna every time I go you know you just give yourself a few minutes in a really hot room and suddenly ugh, all the muscles in your body just like melt and you don't have nearly as many worries or tension or hanging out with my favorite people I love getting people presents. Maybe the fourth thing that pleases me is helping others. I'm not gonna lie, masturbation. Like, masturbating is great. It's a great fucking stress reliever. It's, you know, you do it, it's like bing, bing, bong, it's done. I'm taking myself on a vacation, which I haven't really done before. I'm on the side of pleasure, for sure. <laughs> more, 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 more. The forms of entertainment that I do are burlesque, acting, voiceover acting, singing, and I play ukulele, and I'm also a professional makeup artist. I use these art forms to bring pleasure to myself and to everyone around me. In the burlesque world, my name is Miss Cherry Delight, and in the other professional worlds, I go by Drea Lorraine. One of my big accomplishments in burlesque is that I missed Coney Island 2013. I am a 33-year-old female. I am college-educated. 
have my master's degree from Harvard. I work in academic publishing, living in the greater Boston area of Massachusetts. I am single, I live alone, and I love it. It's like the all-women's variety show, Pretty Super Sketch Show. I started literally after the election happened. I was like, oh God, we have to do something. And my brain just went to, let's do a show that highlights female artists. And like, mostly my shows have been comedy because I was like, of course you're gonna need it because everybody wants to not feel upset or like be anxious. They just wanna like forget about it for the moment. And so that's what the show's doing. The proceeds go to like a different organization that supports women. I am a co-founder of Babeland and Babeland.com. And we were and are lesbian, queer, feminist, and this is how we decided to express that and to, you know, make a living at the same time. So it's been pretty great. When when things were much less polarized, you know, in the first 10 or 15 years of business, we really didn't want to alienate women that didn't vote for, you know, Bill Clinton or whatever Democratic senator that they have in their area because they want orgasm too, and it just seemed like the right thing to do. You know, we'd like everyone needs to pick sides. Our side is, of course, going to be you know, sexual pleasure, sexual expression, reproductive rights, and you know, all the gains that we've made over all these decades of working on making the world a fair place for women and gender queer people. Not one single person is going to be able to make the movement something that sticks. It has to be something done by everybody. Everybody has to participate. But it's very important to not stop living our lives and doing the things that bring meaning. You have to focus on yourself. You need to, because it's like you're going to make yourself go mad. It's easier to do for other people and to look up to other people and to love other people. It's way easier to do that than for you to do that for yourself. It's hard to get up and show up for yourself. We feel guilty about loving ourselves. We feel guilty about doing things for ourselves. Now more than ever, there is much more need for pleasure, especially in arts and entertainment, through comedy and through satire. There's a lot of healing when we can laugh, I think is one of the most healing things that we can do. But I find humor to be absolutely crucial. Such a release valve. For a second, it does not take things so seriously. I think it's hard to be a comedian because it's hard to be a comedian and understand that people are hurting. We're in an age now, it's like you can't make a joke without offending somebody. There's a really great quote that I saw somewhere. It, it take revolution seriously, but don't take yourself seriously. Now talking about, you know, satire uh, in this day and age, people need guar because they decapitate all these ridiculous things and, oh, oh man, um, they had, uh, in the last tour, they had Hillary and Trump uh, have a wrestling match against each other. And, like, Hillary cut open Trump's gigantic belly and all this money came out and all these guts came out. It was great. In dark times, there must always be something we can go to to make us laugh. As an entertainer all around, I feel like it is my job 
to make people happy, to make people forget the hard things they may be going through. You know, their their reveal is their pasties, and you know, that's all well and good. And everyone goes, yay, woo, that was so beautiful, that's awesome, yeah. And then I come out and I end up getting completely naked and people scream, they flip out. They're experiencing pleasure because they're experiencing a shock. And having a, a, a surprising and delightful shock like that, that's like almost a little terrifying. And they grab each other and say, what is going on? You know, that's, that's my art. And that's the reaction that I'm looking for. I want people to be terrified <laughs> in a really excited way. I think the more of us do what we f inherently feel like we should do, the better, and whatever that thing is. Like, I think that, uh, I think that a lot of us don't realize that our dreams are <laughs> destiny. You might. Like,
it's just a good, healthy thing to do. Um, you know, under hard circumstances, we, we have to allow ourselves to engage in things that, that pleases us. Just to take our minds off of, you know, whatever quandaries we're in, you know, for the time being. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that, as long as you're getting, you know, you're, you're proactively working towards the steps that needs to be taken to um, create a solution to get you out of um, these obstacles that you're facing. Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with that. But um, I certainly do think that, yeah, there is privilege attached with, um, with the ways in which we seek pleasure. We should all do what pleases us. But at the same time, be mindful of our intentions for engaging in things that we deem to be pleasurable, and to be mindful of others that are involved in that. Be mindful of of how society and how culture and how history, you know, plays into all of that. Yeah, and I think it's something, it's something that's really important, you know, for all of us to try to deconstruct. That's all for today. I'd like to thank you, our listeners, for your generous support and our efforts to continue to start conversations so that you can keep them rolling. If you like what you've been hearing, please head on over to our Patreon page and make your donation. Head on over to Patreon slash Story Of. Thanks for listening. This is Ashley Lake and the story of. Okay. Your-